Chris, I've been eating so much of this popcorn. I need something to, to wash it down with, really quench my thirst. Have you had this Bedlam vodka? Yeah, Bedlam vodka. It's real good. It's, uh, it's rice vodka and it's smooth. Like, you know, sometimes vodka can be like a little crazy and like you don't want to drink it, but like this is smooth. This is real good stuff. Who, uh, who makes Bedlam vodka? Uh, it's actually a distillery in North Carolina. They do a really great job. Uh, it's Greybeard. They're fantastic. Uh, but you know, people might know this. Jason Derulo. This is his vodka. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo of the music by Jason Derulo. Yes, Jason. The very same. Jason Derulo. Interesting. Yeah. Let's give it a shot. Smooth. That's good vodka. Yeah. Today, after taking that really good shot, I'm energized to talk about cinema. We're gonna be talking about the film Back to School. Guess who's getting some class? I'm going to college. Rodney Dangerfield's going back to school. One of Rodney Dangerfield's, not his most famous, because we know what that is, but one of the more famous films that he starred in, where he uh, goes back to school to try to kind of inspire his son to finish college. And while I'm talking about the plot, I'm just gonna say outright, this movie has no plot. This movie <laughs> has no fucking plot. It is outrageous, but it does not mean I did not like it. Yeah. But I, that is the first yeah. thing I want to say is this movie has no story. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, I'll just kind of piggyback off of that and say it's another Chicago movie. I'm convinced it's another Chicago movie. We don't really know it's a Chicago movie, but you have Grand Lakes uh, State University, which is actually filmed at uh, Madison, UW-Madison. And uh, there's a line in the thing where he's learning Greek. And uh, he says, ah, oh, the only Greek I know is the guy who sold coffee to me on State Street. And the fact that he's able to drive a limo to go visit his son, I'm convinced it's a Chicago movie. I mean, it makes sense because it's filmed at Madison and a lot of people from the Chicago area go to Madison. Yeah. So, Chicago movie. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Chicago movie. Anything's a Chicago movie if you try hard enough. Well, maybe it's like a, like a sandwich, right? Like yeah, anything's like anything a sandwich. sandwich really. Anything's a Chicago movie. Yeah, everything's just more Chicago than other Chicago movies. Sure. But like I was saying, this movie has no plot, and it doesn't bother me, in part because it's Rodney Dangerfield, who I think is hilarious. And it's somebody that, like, his career I think about a lot, just because he wasn't really famous until his 60s. He was, like, he had a normal job. Mm -hmm. um, it just, his, he blows me away. And, like, he, same thing kind of in Caddyshack, more so in this movie, he just, he's playing himself. Yeah, it's it's just his opportunity to get jokes and get get some yucks in. Um, it's just a, like ninety minutes, however long it is, it's not very long, I don't think, of him just like telling his yucks, telling his, his one liners, doing his personality coming through. There's absolutely no point to the movie other than Roddy Dangerfield mm -hmm. telling jokes. Literally, like, what I said, a full length Roddy Dangerfield joke. Yes, it that is literally is. what it is, and it doesn't that doesn't bother me. It's like it's <laughs> kind of stupid. Uh, but it, uh, because it's him, I don't think it bothers me. No, yeah. And other people have done this. Um, I, I, not quite to this regard, but Adam Sandler, like making grownups and grownups too, is literally him and his buddies having a chance to make jokes with each other. Yeah, so absolutely. if you're famous enough, you can pull it off. Sure, why not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
just as a quick note about this movie, um, you have a couple of typecast characters uh, in this movie. You have uh, Polly from the Rocky movies. Girls, this is Lou. Lou, these are girls. Yeah, Playing yes. a uh, <laughs> scummy dude. Typecast is scummy dude. And uh, Billy Zabka as a douchebag. Yeah. You'll always be a crude, obnoxious, nouveau riche little fleeb. Right? Both of them typecast. Uh, so... Uh, although I, I do have to wonder, uh, is Billy Zapka typecast as a cuck? Because think about his character in this movie with the girl, mm -hmm. right? And he loses the girl. He yeah. gets, he gets cucked by Rodney Dangerfield's son. And then think about Karate Kid, right? <laughs> with the other girl cuck. where he's cucked by Ralph Macchio. <laughs> so Billy Zapka, uh, Big time cuck. Type, typecast cuck. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. I was going to point out the other um, note on the cast, the young Robert Downey Jr. Uh -huh. And I was watching this movie. I watched this movie for the first time like a month ago. Uh, well, I don't know when you're watching this or listening to this. I watched it recently. And I'm look I'm hearing him talk and I'm, I'm, I'm watching him. I'm like, I, that's somebody. Who is that? And, and at first I thought it was like a, a bunch of names popped in my head about who it might be. I'm like, I have no idea who it is, but I know this is somebody. And I looked up, uh, looked up the cast, and sure enough, Robert Downey Jr., that blew my mind. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, there's no better way to be classy Robert Downey Jr., which, uh, you know, epitomizes Robert Downey Jr. in the 80s. Uh, as, I mean, no, it's jumping ahead, but in the party scene where he does the do me, uh, yeah. the, the do me thing. <laughs> this will cheer you up. Oh, do me! Derek, get up, will you? You look like the poster boy for birth control. Right, like totally classy Robert Downey Jr. like right. that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was one of his first movies. Uh, you know, he'd been in other things too, but this is one of his first movies. Um, like, and one of the first like really big ones for him. Yeah, and it's, it is really big because of uh, Dangerfield really carrying the movie. Now, I've already discussed that nauseam how there's really no plot, and you mentioned how it's just one big Roddy Dangerfield joke. But to get into what of a plot there is, the timeline is insane. I don't understand the timeline at all. Like the time shifting in this movie is crazy. All of a sudden, Ryan Dangerfield's graduating at the end of the movie, and it feels like he's been in school for like three days. Oh the, well, no, no. They said this, this is the first time we've had a freshman give the commencement speech. Yeah, but it made no that made no sense. Like it, it was just I don't know. It, it the the whole I'm watching it at the end, and he's up there giving the commencement speech. I'm like, what the hell? I I thought I missed something. I thought he'd be like, did I miss a year go by? Did I miss like... Oh, we just kind of jump he, ahead, you know, just, like... I, 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 that but, didn't bother me as much. That, that you know, sets the scene for like all these other commencement speeches, right? Like uh, um, in Legally Blonde or in uh, Billy Madison where he's where they all give kind of speeches at the end to kind of... Well, I'm glad you mentioned Billy Madison. Just to, to close the loop on that, it just didn't seem like he did enough in college to be giving the commencement. Like it didn't make any... I couldn't... Wrap my head around the whole thing of why. Well, I understand it because his character is affable. Like, Absolutely. everybody loves him. Like, Absolutely. He is a regular dude. Like, he's in the hallway with the guy that's fixing up the dorms and everything. And, like, he's a regular dude. He's he's cool. He's down to earth. Everybody likes him. Like, that's why, I think. Like, that makes sense to me. Like, it kind of, I, like, in the in the vein of, like, Van Wilder, right? Like, yeah. Everybody likes him. Who, me? No. I, I get it, but... You're going to tell me that makes sense also? Oh, fuck no, it doesn't make sense. Uh, Billy Madison. So I've seen that movie a gazillion times. More of my generation. 
Is Billy Madison just a thinly veiled retread of back to school? I'm never coming back to school, never! <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, I, I, I thought that on numerous occasions. Like, I thought that when I was watching Back to School. There are a lot of different types of movies that kind of fall in line with one another, and Back to School and Billy Madison, same type of thing. That's nice! And he gets away with it, and he gets away with it kind of like, you know, Billy Madison gets away with kind of give, paying homage to, um, to Back to School. <laughs> Shut up! It's different enough that I think it's not like a ripoff, but it's a very similar kind of humor, and I don't know if you have Billy Madison without this movie. I am the smartest man alive! <laughs> but he's ahead of his time because he does mention in the class with the uh, with the business professor about having to, you know, grease the politicians and go and and grease the unions in order yeah. to get everything done. Like you're gonna have to grease the local politicians for the sudden zoning problems that always come up. That is the kickbacks to the carpenters. And if you plan on using any cement in this building, I'm sure the teams would like to have a little chat with you. And that'll cost you. Oh, and don't forget a little something for the building inspectors. Then there's a long-term cost, such as waste disposal. I don't know if you're familiar with who runs that business, but I assure you it's not the Boy Scouts. That'll be quite enough. He's ahead of his time. This is another Chicago reference. Yeah. This is why it's a Absolutely. Chicago movie. It's a Chicago movie simply because of that. Yeah, I, and, that, and that's a giveaway that he was from Chicago. Um, and... If you don't know what the movie's about when you're watching at the beginning and it's him fighting with his, his soon-to-be ex-wife and his ex-wife like thing, like the butler or whatever, you really don't know what's going on in this movie. No, but again, it's, a, it's just a Rodney Dangerfield movie. But I would like to say in that first scene, I would totally eat the shit out of that sandwich that he made. Do you remember the sandwich that he makes? Exactly, like, yeah. He like walks up to the table and like it's all these like nice little finger foods and everything and he just takes this loaf of bread, slices it in half, shoves like deviled eggs and all kinds of stuff in it. I hate small food, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who the band is that's playing at his party in the dorm? No, but just tell me. So the band is Oingo Boingo. Okay. Okay. Which is, did they say that in the movie? Yeah, they had a big yeah, thing behind yeah, yeah, them yeah. on the. Um, uh, do you know who the lead singer of Oingo Boingo was? No. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman of Batman fame, of music score fame, headed up Oingo Boingo. Like it just blow your mind, right? Yeah. Like he was the head of Oingo Boingo, and then like he went on to score Batman and The Nightmare Before Christmas and all of these movies that are super famous and popular. It is weird how that, that happened. That is very weird. Uh, he scored this movie too. So just so you're. I didn't. Kind of, I don't. I, I don't think the music had enough of an impression on me to. That's eighties music. Think about so, it. Yeah. You know. Uh, and then um, another fact is Rodney Dangerfield at the time he made this movie had a sponsorship deal with Miller, and so it, throughout the entire movie there was only Miller products. That's interesting. So like you see, you know, uh, you see Miller Lite and and. Um, you see High Life in the movie, and like those are the only beers that you see throughout the movie. I think it also does a great job of kind of poking fun at academia because, mm -hmm. like, the whole thing with he gets Robert Vonnegut or Kurt Vonnegut, excuse me, Robert Vonnegut, he gets Kurt Vonnegut to write his paper for him, and then the professor's like, whoever this is doesn't know anything about Kurt Vonnegut. And it's like, yeah, 
he fucking does because he's Kurt Vonnegut. So professors, you're full of shit. Like that would like that's kind of one of the takeaways. Like because you get these professors like thinking about going back to college, right? And they like think they know like everything about whatever subject it is they're teaching. It's like clear yeah. that sometimes you don't fucking know what the hell. That's what these about. movies do a great job of. We've, we've talked about like Animal House before, which we'll probably do eventually. Is they always do a great job of poking fun of academia by either making like the college dean the villain or making these professors just look kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then a couple of things that I just want to point out is like they like when Rodney Dangerfield gets up and he dives. I was gonna bring Or this up, actually yeah. like the part where his son dives, right? And it's the like most simplistic dive ever. they're cheering like it like it's the best thing they've ever seen are you kidding me right now well, they're cheering for the worst thing ever well this is what i was gonna bring up is this movie makes diving slash swimming seem cool which is like it's you have people like jammed into this diving meet yeah it it this is the only movie to do that but i, I don't know if this was intentional but it's kind of funny that they picked diving yeah for sure it's not cool I mean, it's kind of cool in the Olympics and you see people do like, yeah. I can't do that. One last thing I want to just mention is, um, you know, I talk about Billy Zapka playing the typecast cuck. Um, I got to ask, did Rodney Dangerfield cuck his business professor? Yeah. Oh, he absolutely did. Or. No, he did. Or, or I'm going to throw a, another thing out there. Are they swingers? No, because he, the, the professor is pretty pissed about the whole thing. Well, he's a little bit pissed about it. But he's so, he's like so nonchalant about like, he says, what do you see in that guy? So like, that's what leads me to think like, maybe there's a swinger arrangement, but like, he doesn't like Rodney Dangerfield as, as like, as, as the English professor's like love interest. Yeah. But like, maybe there's a swinger thing going on, but definitely for sure. He's definitely cucking the shit out of the, the I, I think professor. he just could be so cucky that he's, he doesn't have enough self-worth to think like this is awful and he's just like what do you see in that like he's such a cuck that he has no self-worth at all I, it it's a very be, cucky movie now yeah that you bring for sure it up. i mean in the comments please let us know what do you think is is the business professor a cuck or is are is he part of like the swinger relationship i, I i'd like to it's know classic, what you think it's I mean, a classic you know? cuck or swinger question cuck or swinger that's yeah i well, haven't asked myself that question i think i'm really torn on this one because we mentioned like Billy Madison being similar and like other movies being of the same vein. I enjoyed it. I'm, I, uh, this came out before my time and I just saw it in the year 2020 and I still enjoyed it, but I think that's because I like Rodney Dangerfield. I don't know if, if the kids these days know much about Rodney Dangerfield unless they've seen Caddyshack. So I'm really torn on this one because I think that whole college admissions thing is hilarious. Oh, it's for sure hilarious. I think it is so fucking funny. Look, this is going to be one of those ones that I'm throwing in difference because I love this movie. Like, whether or not it can be made today, I'm not sure. So I'm just going like this. So we're going to do guess the IMDb score. Um, do you want to go first? You sure. Go first? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say, because I just have a feeling that a lot of people didn't necessarily like this movie. And so I'm going to go like 6.5. I I'm in the same ballpark. I think... 
like when I saw this movie, my dad told me like he hyped it up. He's like, "This is a hilarious movie. You've never seen it. Couldn't believe I'd never seen it before." So I think it has kind of a cult thing. I'm gonna go just a tad bit higher. I'm gonna go six point eight. Six point seven. Damn. Well, well, can't we play the like Price is no, Right rules or something that. like that before you go above? No, no. Damn no. it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, All right. Well, there you have it. Back to school. Uh, yeah. Watch it. It's it's a good movie. I think you're going to like it. It's a solid 6.7. Damn it.